time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. What you have just witnessed could be the end of a particularly terrifying nightmare. It isn't. It's the beginning. Although Alan Talbot doesn't know it, he's about to enter a strange new world. Too incredible to be real, too real to be a dream. It's called The Twilight Zone. Episode number 103 of The Twilight Zone was in his image. And Sean, we finally made it to season four. And that means hour-long episodes. It's a, it's a dark day, you know? Um, <laughs> we, uh, this is tough. This is really tough. And it's it confounds me. What is more confusing as to why they shifted two hour-long episodes and then back in, in, in seasons four and five, what confounds me more than that is why it's so confounding in the first place. Because as you pointed out before we before we hit record here, every drama sci-fi horror whatever is an hour long it hasn't been a half hour since probably like was the outer limits 30 minutes no the outer limits was an hour and that's perfectly fine i'll go back and watch those instead can we do that i yeah i i yeah i i i think you you put it perfectly like I'm confounded by the fact that I'm confounded by this, by this. So, because you 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 literally couldn't make like an anthology series that that's a half hour like it no, just wouldn't happen. It doesn't. And, and we spent it. it I, I would say like at least half of the episodes that we've done, <laughs> the hundred or so episodes we've done, have been. Well, they had more. They, you know, they didn't have enough story, and they were stretching it out to get to twenty two minutes or. Boy, they really could have used more than 22 minutes. So like half of them could have been longer stories. There's so much more story to tell. And, and well, and uh, you know, we'll get into this a little bit next week because we're talking about uh an episode that that this Ooh. popped in my head where uh, a lot of these are kind of retelling you know, previous stories but going a little deeper because they had an hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, um, so I, I have watched next week's episode as well. Um, and that's, that's exactly, it, it seemed all too familiar. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So so I think that they gave uh, Rod Serling, you know, a, a bigger canvas to work with. And he was like, ooh, I'm, I'm kind of out of ideas here. Uh, let, let's let's just redo this one. Let's get back on a submarine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Hour-long episodes, and I, the one thing that I will uh, that that I, I think is is pretty consistent is a lot of these. I don't know if I had ever even seen them before. Yeah, um, I think I've seen the. So there's like so the the, the one that mentions Vietnam. I, yeah. I I know of that one because it's one of the earliest mentions on TV of the of the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the Dennis Hopper one, which is episode four. Yeah, that's one that definitely gets uh, replayed a lot because I, th- I think that that's kind of an iconic episode. Yeah. Uh, which I have something to tell you about that off, but I can't say it on the podcast. <laughs> just, just to remember that. I'll and remind that, you. Yeah. I think, and, I think I know what it is. Yeah, so, somebody somebody asked me about it on, uh, uh, you know, slide into my DMs on, on Twitter if you're really interested in what I have to say about it that I can't say on the air. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, 
I, you know, I'm looking at like the episode list, and thank God there's only 18. Thank God it's not like right. season four. And by the way, <laughs> Can you there's imagine 32 if it was like, yeah, if it was like every other season where it was oh. 30 episodes and they were an hour long insane but like i'm looking at the the cast you know in some of these episodes and it's like Anne francis that's cool to see burgess yeah. meredith comes back you know there's not you know th there is some stuff to kind of sink your teeth into it by the way uh you know i know that uh um you know you sort of famously didn't know uh, william shatner was in the twilight zone <laughs> Uh, uh, I hope that's the one thing people take away from 104 episodes or whatever we're up to. Now. Uh, there, there is, uh, I think, uh, two weeks from now, uh, we'll be dealing with another episode that has a Star Trek person in it. But if you blinked, you you would have missed him. So, I um, I missed him. <laughs> okay, I, I I figured you would because I was actually shocked when I saw a description of the episode that listed this actor in it. And I, I, so I'm like, there's no way Sean's going to know this. Well, I guess it's not William Shatner. I uh, no, it's not. It's, it's okay, another okay. Star Trek veteran. Yeah. I'll, I'll rewatch and, uh, easy to um, miss. Uh, I'll give you a hint. He's missing a finger, but you don't see it because he hides it. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that's just a clue as to who the actor is. If, if there's like were... so many people listening to this podcast that are like, I know who he's talking about. <laughs> if I were to get into Star Trek, which I never have, is is it the very first should i start with the first season the first william shatner season episode one or is there a better entry point well i was watched um star trek when i was when i was way too young to be in interested in that in that sort of thing so i did start before <laughs> uh the next generation but i would say like the next generation was really my jam okay and that's the uh, Patrick Stewart original. Yeah, and, but but the thing that I would caution you on is the first. It, it took them three seasons to really figure it out. I think you've said that before, and I I, I read a little bit about that, which was very interesting. Um, speaking of TNG, uh, spent my sister was in town over the weekend, and we definitely watched uh, a couple movies uh, from our childhood, both of which started Whoopi Goldberg. Nice. Um, so, uh, sister act and, um, ghost, of course, two great movies. We the, the latter is a little weird to watch with your sister. Cause it's like a, a, a romance, but a little bit. Yeah. Otome Brown yeah. really brings it in that movie. So, uh, who, who else is in that movie? That's like, they, they ended up getting, uh, uh, you got your Demi Moore, of course, yeah. Patrick Swayze, Whoopi Goldberg, and Tony Goldwyn, which not that's who I was thinking of. Yes, he plays Carl, um, yeah. and and uh, phenomenal, phenomenal character actor. I love, I love Tony Goldwyn. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I didn't even watch it. I was I was looking him up um, for for some reason, and I saw he was he was in Ghost, and I'm like, wait, has he been around that long? Is it yes. yet evident to our listeners that we are trying to postpone talking about the fourth season as much as we can? <laughs> yeah, what are we going to do the rest of, for every other episode here? <laughs> uh, so the first episode that. of uh, season four was In His Image, and this is one that I can definitely tell you I had never seen. I have not either. It is so funny. I like Both of us pride ourselves on being mega super fans. And right. It's obviously you remember a great deal more than I do, but it is like it's so weird. I'm I'm looking at like the episode descriptions of, of season four, and it's like wow, I don't I don't think I've ever seen any of these. 
Well, I think it, it's because, you know, when you, when you think about, you know, the context, you know, for me, I was first exposed to him, you know, watching him on WGN after after Cubs games. They were kind of the filler, <clears throat> you know, the filler material after after Cubs games. Um, and then also the sci-fi marathons. So there's definitely hour long episodes mixed in with the yeah. marathons, but actually like they, they kind of tend to avoid those a little bit. Uh, and that certainly would have been the case uh, when they were filler programs on, on WGN, because you know, you'd want to be flexible with that. So you wouldn't run something. that's an hour. You'd run half hour episodes. Does um, tales from the crypt count as a 30 minute sci-fi horror show oh i think so yeah 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 they definitely would have been and um yeah amazing stories oh um, yeah yeah the, yeah the original the original amazing stories i'm pretty sure that was a half hour so there you go there's there is precedent uh along with twilight zone obviously those came after but um so once again back to season four <laughs> uh it centers on uh, alan talbot oh god uh, which I, I have to give them credit is not a very twilight zoney name like that that's just a, a solid waspy 1960 <laughs> it really is alan talbot sounds like he just pushes papers in a in a uh, marketing firm or something like that he's an extra in mad men he could be yeah definitely uh, i'm not sure if we ever actually get any insight to what he does for a living because when we're introduced to him he uh he meets a uh a, a, a um, I, I, I'm not sure if you want to call her crazy or just super religious. I mean, she's, she's really kind of in your face about it. So I, I, I think we can call her crazy. It's so, it's so funny you bring that up because while I was watching it, I was like, it's clear that they're trying to <clears throat> get the message across that this woman is crazy, but she's right. like, she's just kind of loud. She's like, Hey, have she's you heard about Jesus loud, Christ? But, but you know, at the end of the day, like, she's just saying, I'm worried about your soul. She's yeah. very pushy about it, but <laughs> But, like you know, she's the uh, what's the the people in airports with the bald heads? Oh, the Hari Krishnas. Hari Krishnas. It, it's like a, a notch above Hari Krishna. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Could have used more crazy from. Uh, she from she did have movie. literature with her. That was that was good. It's very important. And she she does uh, what I I think we've all done. I mean, you, you live in in Huntsville where there isn't uh, quite as much public transportation, but I think we've all Zero. run into somebody. Uh, some somebody oh, yeah. that we wanted to push in front of a train, but uh, <laughs> we don't we don't go through with it. It's uh, such a weird outsized reaction. It, it is so. I so might love this episode. <laughs> so it, it takes a while before you know they actually explain what's going on. But but so it he's talking. So he's long. talking to this crazy woman, and like there's flashes of lights, and then he pushes her in front of a train. <laughs> That's and nothing to add i have nothing to add to that description that's all that happens and scene that that's that's all we've got and um so then uh the next time we see him he's at uh, this woman's apartment you know because once you push someone in front of a train you just you just go see your girlfriend <laughs> and uh they, just they, whistling down the street they, they have kind of this uh playful uh exchange uh you know, and, and I'm not sure. Do, do we want to tackle this in order, or do we want to do we want to you know start diving into the problems with this story? Just it is, immediately. 
honestly, it was a little hard to follow for me because I, I, I didn't understand, like, the the cemetery, like... Okay, so of... so he's got this, uh, this lady friend in his life. Uh, her name is uh, Jessica. And so, like, they're supposed to be in love. And he has known this woman for like eight days, but he decides that he's going to take her to his hometown. It is a whirlwind romance for sure. Which I know they're both like, you know, they're both 22 in the sixties. So that's considered old. (laughs) They've probably been married and divorced twice already. Especially if they live in the South. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so he decides to take Jessica, you know, like, listen, it's our week anniversary. That's the, I'm going to take you to our, to my hometown anniversary. Is that what one week is? A hometown. I, I think it is. Yes. One year, uh, one year is paper. 50 years is gold. One week is hometown. Uh, I did appreciate the fact that I think he was, he was going to visit, uh, his aunt Mildred yes. and, uh, uh, my aunt, uh, my mom's aunt, um, who I, you know, my parents are both the only child in their family. So I just had like the, the great aunts and uncles. Yeah. My mom's aunt was, uh, was Millie. So it was also Mildred. So oh. I appreciated that. Felt I like love it was Aunt nice Millie. Little, <laughs> nice little tip to cap. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so they go back to his hometown and he keeps telling her everything that, uh, that, uh, they're, that they're going to see. And then nothing is, is the same. <laughs> there's, there's new buildings uh, you know, none of the people are, are the same. Everything's everything's different. So a, as somebody who, again, had not seen this episode, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it is. So that I was actually pretty I felt safe in that moment because that's a pretty basic Twilight Zone, you know, early plot introduction. Yeah. Um, like in walking distance, uh, you know, when, exactly. when he first yeah. gets to that town before. Um, uh you know, well, well, actually, it's kind of the opposite where he gets there and he recognizes it a little bit too much. And I mean, in there's a little bit of the same tone in Where Is Everybody, the first episode. Yeah. Um. So, but like you said, it, it is kind of recycling old, uh, um, old ideas, albeit that's not the entire plot of this. It's, you know, but but it is a recycled idea. But in in fairness, like they, they do, you know, it, it is... Just about the time you're thinking, okay, I know what they're doing here. Um, things change. It has some twists and turns. <laughs> this episode does. Uh, so basically, he starts, you know, sort of harassing people because, you know, nothing is quite yeah. the way he expects it to be. And uh, ultimately, so for some reason, so he goes to where he says his office is. It's it's literally not there at all. Yeah. Which is which is odd because like at first things have changed because, um, you know it seems like it's twenty years later, yeah, and, and then his office isn't there and it's just like an empty plot of land so it looks like, you know it's it's not actually a memory of like twenty years ago like that's just something that that doesn't exist, so I'm a little is, a little confused on that one. It is weird because the the timing doesn't really work out. Like I know they're probably not twenty two, but they they look young, like in, right. in 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 this in this uh, episode. And for him to go back, it's like, dude, you're not sixty. Like going back to like you know, 
Bingham, Bingham to New York to like where your right. hometown was and stuff like that. And it's, uh, I don't know, just, just the timing is, is really weird, but you know, that's, that's the twilight zone. So, so eventually he does meet, uh, somebody. So, so basically like the, the grave, instead of being what it, what it, he expects it to be, uh, the grave is actually for a guy named Walter. And ultimately he ends up, uh, he ends up meeting someone who's named Walter uh who then tells him that uh, he's a robot yes and he's he's been given walter's memories from 20 years ago so that's why things don't quite seem to add up a robot who uh just he he uh he shorts out when he just sees the weirdest things yeah uh and i just I still don't understand why the scene with the evangelist is in there in the subway station at the beginning. Well, so eventually like Walter is sort of explaining that he's sort of programmed to do the things that Walter wouldn't do. Yeah. And okay. so like, okay, Walter, that's like, coming together. I, okay. I, I, like, which brings up a lot of questions here because like, if you were going to make a robot, would you say, Hey, I, I don't, I've never killed anybody, so why don't I just make a robot that'll that'll kill people at the drop of a hat? It doesn't make any sense because, a, if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna make it like do all the things that I don't have the confidence to do or the courage to do, whatever. But even then, I wouldn't want another Sean walking around being better than me. So I would create. It, it's a literally a, a Sean uh, walking around with like in all black with the emo haircut. Yeah. Like, the, like, like, like in Spider-Man three. Oh, oh, doing that dance. Toby McGuire does. <laughs> yes. But yeah, like, it's just, uh, I mean, I would make a robot that makes, if you can believe it, more poor decisions than, than the original Sean, because <laughs> I, if I make a robot that does all the things that I, I, I couldn't do, then people be like, wow, that's what Sean could be. I dislike that guy even more now. Yeah. They'd be like, wow. <laughs> uh so he's the, he's the third prototype so i'm not sure uh you know i, I i'm guessing they just didn't work you know they he, he doesn't really do a deep dive into into why he's the third a question just came to me did this guy bury a robot is he, uh is he did he bury a robot that he made of himself? Is that what the cemetery is? Oh, the so the Walter Ryder that's in the cemetery. You're, yeah, you're thinking that's a robot. That that could very well be. I mean that that would uh, that would explain a lot. As opposed to like stripping it for parts and using it for the prototype number three, which is Alan Talbot. Well, there were two other Allens that were there because because I was about to say that, that maybe. <sighs> Maybe that Walter is also a robot, and the original Walter, the human being Walter, is the one buried there. But there's uh, there's two other Allens that are there in the in the, in the evil lab. Keith, speaking of uh, movies from the '90s earlier, we got a real multiplicity situation on our hands. We do, yeah. <laughs> uh, multiplicity and the episode of uh, The Simpsons, you know, the Chaos of Horror, where the hammock turned. Uh, created all the copies of homer without the oh my one. god so many homers <laughs> um 
Yeah, so so he says that Alan's been living for eight days, which means that like Alan, the first thing he did was started uh, started trolling for tail because he <laughs> really had a girlfriend. Uh, which is which is a little weird. I, if I, I were would, Jessica, I, I'm not sure how I'd feel about that. I would give anything for the term trolling for tail to be used in an episode of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Amidst all the like early '60s slang, yes, that that would, that would be cool. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think I could picture I could picture that. You know, <laughs> Alan really went trolling for tail, and then uh, Missy <laughs> put some mustard on a fist and gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Alan and uh, and Walter end up getting in a fight, and then um, you know, it's not really. You know, they just show them like like fighting each other, and then eventually, Alan shows up at at Jessica's apartment again, and um, you know they 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 show uh, you know the wreckage of the laboratory, and Alan is there, so we're led to believe that Walter actually won the fight, and now he's uh, he's out doing the things that uh, Alan would have done. Right, he is the uh, the better Alan. So I'm not sure what the uh, the tw- the the classic Rod Serling twist in this story was. Um, I think yeah, I think it's that at the the very very end, just that you know that Walter did win the the fight and Alan, but like they do have that talk though, where like Alan isn't going to like grow older like Jessica will, so mm-hmm. like you're not going to have the life that you thought all those eight days ago when you met her. Yeah. So there is, they they do kind of reduce the stakes when like, that's kind of, you know, chewed on by the, by the two characters. Well, yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't matter because uh, Alan lost. So Walter, Walter is, you know, living living that life, so he will grow old with Jessica. Assuming, assuming she still have him, because I'd be a little weirded out by what I had seen. In a way, it can be said that Walter Ryder succeeded in his life's ambition, even though the man he created was, after all, himself. There may be easier ways to self improvement, but sometimes it happens that the shortest distance between two points is a crooked line through the twilight zone. Gabatron.